Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the ultimate aqua lung descendant of Thor and others, but I don't know, just John Wayne. I'm John Wayne, back here in the library of evil for you, uh, recording once again. I, of course, am in the library of evil, nestled in the east wing of Wayne Manor, here where I lurk uh, the shadows. But, you know, uh, change is coming a, a little bit. I'll be lurking uh, some other shadows very soon, it seems like, um, uh, on the horizon. I am drinking a nice cold Topo Chico, as always. I do not have a cup of coffee right now because this is a different uh, circumstances. And I, but I do have a very nice big bowl. Oh, my goodness. Of Grandpapius medicine, that's right. It's good for what ails ya, and it's good for what ails me. So, welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another week, and what another week it has been. Things are moving along, uh, it seems, at least in my life, some good things uh, happening. If you've been listening uh, along, you'll know that um, my maza is in town visiting me. She's uh, here at my at, at Wayne Manor right now, and uh, of course, getting the royal treatment as she deserves. And um, but what's uh, great about that is uh, I am going to get to travel again. How? Well, first, I want to give a major shouts out before I get into anything deeper to my Patreon supporters. Thank you all. Shouts out, majors love and uh, all kinds of goodness to all of you who support me on Patreon. Thank you so much. Uh, I truly appreciate it. You keep me going. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, if you are interested in checking out my Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and look at the different tiers I have available, all kinds of goodies that you get uh, each month when you when you join a tier. Uh, but every tier gives you access to another one of the weekly podcasts I do called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, where I talk with other artists from around the country that I know or am getting to know, and we have most excellent conversations. I love doing that podcast. It's such a great time. Uh, so more about that podcast later. But, you know, if you if you just are interested in receiving only the podcast and having access to it, you can join the Dollar Beer Club over at the Patreon. It's just a dollar a month gets you access to all the podcast uh, backlog of Awesome Dude uh, for Life podcasts and all the new ones. And, uh, you know, you get the the satisfaction of, of helping out old, old Uncle Johnny here uh, when he needs it. So thank you so much for checking that out. If you'd like to support me further, please go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Thank you. Uh, also, so moving right along, um, it has been a good week of uh, things happening. Uh, like I was saying, my mother is visiting. So she lives in Pennsylvania. Now, as if you've, you know, been been listening, I've, I've talked about it. But just to bring us all up to speed, she uh, she came down to visit our family here, my sister up in Dallas, boo, Dallas, but, um, and then she came down to visit me. But, you know, with it kind of being still not, just unsure about flying and, and that kind of thing, uh, she was, uh, my brother-in-law actually drove to Pennsylvania to pick her up, brought her back here, and I am driving her back, because I was very... Uh, very happy to do that. Not only because, you know, I got to take care of mom, but also because uh, it gets me on the road again. That's right, on the road again. Bobo ain't gone to get blown again. That's a deep cut. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited. It, and so we're, right now I'm actually, uh, well, I'm not drinking coffee because I already drank it all uh, this morning because I'm recording this a day early. You know, I usually record the uh, this podcast on the, the day before the Sunday, you know, before it comes out on Monday. Uh, but today, I'll, I'm leaving early in the morning. I'll be on the road driving uh, with my Maza. Uh, so I won't, you know, so I'm going to be like kind of displaced for, you know, almost two weeks here because I'm doing some traveling. I'm, I'm seeing some people uh, that I cannot wait to see. And you'll hear all about it because I'm sure I'll be podcasting with with them up there. I'm bringing all my my gear, uh, you know, sla you know, throwing it on the old back here and hauling it up there. Uh, like I've got a bunch of gear, uh, but yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of uh, fun and I, that I'll, I'll get on podcasts for everyone to listen to, of course. But uh, for me, it's like I can't uh, I'm almost like it's Christmas morning or something. You know, it's it's only like Saturday mid morning right now, but I'm already like excited to go uh, type of thing. So but I've got a lot of work to do 
like I said, like I'm, I'm recording this podcast a day early. I've been trying to uh, all week make sure that I have all the podcasts queued up and caught up on so that I'm not stuck out there somewhere without an episode. So, you know, I've been doing, you know, some awesome dude for life episodes, banking those. I've been, uh, of course, if you uh, haven't already, check out uh, a podcast I do with uh, fellow horror author and uh, very good buddy, Christopher Triana. Uh, called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. That comes out every Thursday. It's very funny, and uh, it's a lot of fun to do, I think, uh, about horror, long-form discussions. But those are... So I've been... I've been doing a lot of podcasting this week, basically, just getting everything ready, making sure I'm caught up and uh, and ready to go. And this this today is no exception. So I'm, I'm sitting down here. I'm getting this knocked out. Then I've got some editing to do. I've got to upload some episodes, so they're already up there because, uh, you know, I'll tell you what. The, the Vital Social Issues and Stuff podcast is also a video podcast, so, y- you know, you can go to our YouTube channel and watch the video of us doing it, uh, but it is, uh, it's, it's just a, the, the thing that sucks about it is that it takes so long to render those episodes to YouTube because they're three hours long, you know, or two hours and 45 minutes long. That's the only thing, so I kind of have to save those, like, that task for whoa oh man you missed it i almost spilled a whole bottle of topo chico on this keyboard and i saved it because i grandpappy's medicine gave me reflexes like shit hell yeah i gotta take another i gotta take another hit for that man that was close one damn yesterday i actually did so mad at myself spilled bong water on my keyboard yesterday from bottle bong so i mean i forgave him but I was actually setting up for a podcast and I had the bong set down and some one of the cables moved and it, it started to spill towards the keyboard and I grabbed it, but some water had already started coming out. So there was this bong water, like dots of water across my keyboard in which I like picked it up right away and I was like, ah, <coughs> trying to shake it out <coughs> and dry it all off. And for a second, I was scared because... Like it, nothing like the cursor wouldn't move, nothing would work. So I just re- rebooted it and it was all good. But that was a scare. But that, what I just did right here, that would have been a big spill. So you can't see that because it's not video, which I was talking about how much it, the long it takes. But anyway, I save that for last because it takes a long time and, and it just like locks down my computer like nothing else can be done. So I've been like just trying to get everything ready, staying on top of all of my stuff so that I'm not slacking while I'm out there on the road or, or missing anything. Um, and it's been going, uh, you know, going good, keeping me very busy, which is uh, what I like to do also. Um, and so, you know, I've been talking about how I've been writing a lot of short stories lately. And I thought this was very cool. I think I maybe mentioned I'd been getting a couple, I've gotten a couple picked up here here and there, but uh, this was a, a, a bit of nice news. I got, I have, um, I had a story picked up in a, a publication, and I guess I'll be more specific, like, with it, what it actually is later when I can. I don't, I never know how that shit fucking works. Anyway, they bought a story from me for this publication in the UK, and then, uh, like, yesterday, or two days ago, yesterday, sent, I got an email from them uh, asking me for more stories because they wanted more of my stories for the the next and anth- the the next volume of the anthology or whatever so they're you know they want me to they we're back and forth about some different stories so that's pretty cool i thought that was a nice little like a hey all right you know things are everything's coming up mill house and also chill house so don't forget about chill house he's uh he's good he's there so, yeah, but that was very cool. Um, that was a nice little buoy to my uh, spirits. It's, it's always nice to get some good feedback uh, every once in a while and a little extra, let you know that you're, uh, all your, your work is actually going to something, paying off in some, some way, however it may be. And that's all it takes sometimes. But, you know, that was a nice little reinforcement of, of, uh, of a nice kind of lift up to whatever I'm trying to say. So, anyway, as I'm going to be traveling this week, you know, the next two weeks, really. Um, it also brings to my brings to the forefront of my mind some conventions that I actually will be should be going to um, coming up in October. Like when I get back from this trip, I'll only be home for like a week or so before week and a half, I think before I'm back. Uh, and I'll be in Vegas, you know, October 16th, 17th and 18th for that one. 
uh, out there at the Plaza, Days of the Dead at the Plaza in Vegas. And I'm, I'm super excited to go. Uh, but, you know, I still, it, it's still just a weird thing. It's my first one back. Um, you know, I'm trying to think how to plan for this type of thing. Like, uh, what, what do, should I be looking at differently? What do I need to do? You know, being as careful as I can, uh, still, you know, having my, uh, you know, je ne sais quoi, whatever it is happening at my booth, all, all those kind of things have been swirling through my mind because it's, you know, it's actually coming up closer and closer and it's, it's, it is happening. Not these ones aren't getting canceled. So, um, so it's just got me thinking a lot about planning and being careful what's what's happening and what I need to do, um, and just looking at all that kind of stuff uh, because then I'll be back home after that, and then the next weekend after two week you know two weeks later I'll be in Indianapolis over the the Halloween weekend for another Days of the Dead for Halloween, and this is uh, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. This will be the second Halloween in a row that I've been on the road on Halloween. It might be the third. Now, definitely the second for sure, because last year I was in Tampa for Spooky Empire, um, and that was cool. But And then this year I'll be in Indianapolis, and I was wondering, I was like, should I dress up? Like, I didn't even think about it last year. I was so just drive, get to the place, you know, do the show. Um, and once I got there, I think the first day was Halloween that it was open, actually. Uh yeah. It, yeah, I'm looking at the past actually is hanging from my one of my things in front of me. Uh, yeah, the first day, it was Thursday. This one was Thursday through Sunday, and Thursday was Halloween day. And I didn't even, <clears throat> just getting there and getting set up and just, you know, all the whirlwind of all that, I uh, I, I didn't even think to, to dress up. That was like one of the... I guess one of the last things on my mind, if at all. And I, I was kind of bummed about it because I was like, I should have put some thought into that. Like, why wouldn't I dress up at a horror convention? I, I remember, like, I saw uh, Jeremy from, uh, my buddy Jeremy, who uh, is at Southern Southern Sun Boutique uh, with uh, my main lady, Amanda. Shouts out. Uh, gorgeous. But he, he, he came up to say hi, and he was, like, in full like face makeup, like a skull and a suit and stuff. I think he was like a, you know, a dead guy, uh, but he looked cool, whatever it was. And I was like, man, you all, you went all out. And I was like, oh, wait, it is Halloween. What the fuck is wrong with me? So this year, I, I definitely plan to bring some, some kind of regalia with me to don, uh, uh, you know, such appropriate apparel at my uh, booth. I think it'll be fun. I'll, I'll figure out some things to do. I think it's going to be cool. So I'm definitely thinking about it. Thinking about it this year. So that's been on. So all of these things are in my mind. It's coming up. You know what the hell? This is cool. And then if it doesn't get canceled, I'll be in Chicago in November. Hope you know. And that's I'm very hopeful for that because I love Chicago so much. I want to get up there. I need to see, you know, my, my peeps, my homies, uh, you know, shouts out Michael Allen Rose, Saad and Amir, you know, Jeanette and Mindy, uh, Peedle Beetle, shouts out all of that shit. I need to see my homies. I need to see my goth uh, ladies. I need to see all of Chicago in its glory and dip my head in the dark fountain that runs uh, from its heavens above. Now, uh so hopefully that happens in November and then just, you know, who knows and things we'll see from there. We'll see what happens, but all good things, you know, things are, things are coming up Millhouse for sure. So speaking of Millhouse, um, I think we will move without further ado on into our three card tarot reading, uh, of the day of the episode. Um, as you know, or you may not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every episode, and uh, just kind of uh, where I've jotted down the thoughts, things going on my on on my mind this week, and and just kind of try to get a different perspective and look at them differently. Um, I I also do this if you're interested. Every single day, I do a card of the day reading on my Instagram story. It's at John Wayne is dead on Instagram, and you can check it out. It's uh, it's fun. It's helped me learn a lot about tarot, and it's just uh, it's it's pretty cool if you're interested in in that kind of thing. Now, uh, I just dropped my pen. One thing I do want to say while I'm on the podcast is, since I will be traveling, I'll still be doing card of the day, but I may not be in a 
somewhere where I can actually do a, a full video, the two minute videos that I do with them. It may be it may be abbreviated. It may be a quick check in, but there it'll at least be a card of the day will come out every single morning still uh, without fail. But I just like I said, it just may be kind of different from from uh, for the next couple of weeks if I'm not in a situated place, but I'm not going to miss a day. So. <clears throat> so today, uh, you know, before the show, I was uh, thinking, you know, thinking about the week and just writing down the things on my mind. And so this this week, you know, I'm kind of like I said, I've been try- focused on getting ready and prepared and, and kind of. Try, trying to get my mindset right for traveling and what the changes, you know, are, are going to come with that, those kind of things. So uh, I, but I put unwavering focus also, cause I don't want to be, uh, that goes for that, but it also goes for my career stuff. I I'm again, like I'm trying to make sure I'm not distracted off of that path and, and I'm keeping my, uh, you know, I know what the motivations behind my choices are that. So it, it kind of is going both ways with that, uh, commitment, staying committed to, to things, um, and seeing every seeing things through, you know, but and that's that's more because I'm trying to think like, you know, there might be some some bit of a, a learning curve when I get back out on the road in these things. And, you know, I need to make that's just like kind of, OK, stay committed to what I'm I'm doing, uh, you know, to see it through and, and then figure figure things out like like I have in the past. Like if I need and I'm talking about if I need to adjust anything in the way that I present my things and my the, what I do on the road type of situation. So, you know, that kind of thing, uh, motivated actions, just knowing what the motivations behind my choices and actions, it's always kind of being, you know, mindful of that. I know people throw that word mindful around, but I'm, but I mean, just having it on my mind, just being, trying to think, think about what is motivating me to make the choices that I'm making and, and just trying to, uh, just kind of think about that for a little for a little while or, or right before I do something. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. And uh, also long term, you know, planning for the long term, looking at the long term, getting, you know, and that's going to come with getting more, collecting more data, like I said, uh, on the road or, or whatever happens. And, and then just kind of setting up for the long term, figuring it out, making sure I'm staying on the right course, checking it out, not getting distracted off the path not succumbing to resistance of any kind that, you know, those, those kind of things. And just, uh, a, a lot of the card of the week stuff that I've been having lately, card of the week, card of the day, um, has centered around having a long-term vision with, with your, uh, behind your inspirations and your goals. And I've always had like a, you know, I have a, a goal of my higher self, but it's, it's kind of like thinking about the, that long-term plan in a different way, I guess, or, just a re-examination of it to some degree, just to make sure you're on the right track still and that kind of thing. But anyway, so the first uh, card I got this week was the Seven of Cups. Now I like this card. Um, if if you're familiar with it, it's you know it shows the person is uh, standing in front of seven cups that are floating in the air and they all have something you know uh, flying out of them, jewels, uh, a dragon, that kind of stuff. Um, it, actually last week, if you're listening, we had the seven of cups reversed this, this week we had it again, but it's, it's right side up now. So we have all those cups floating in front of us. So we know we're, we're looking at, this is a card of choices, opportunities, choices, you know, it, it's similar reversed as it is, you know, upright, just different ways to kind of think about it. And this way, you know, we definitely, whatever we're looking at, we, we have many options. We, we have a lot of options and opportunities right now that are being offered to us that, to choose from that are there and they're all kind of coming at once and we're, we have to make this decision. This is where my mindset of, you know, mo- what's motivating my decisions um, when I'm looking at things like this for sure. And uh, so you're, you know, we're looking at this and we have to be careful here because all there's all these, you know, choices, like I said, and some of them look really cool and um, <clears throat> look like they're going to, you know, maybe stroke our ego a little bit more or, or, you know, give us a little bit more something, something appealing about it that, that is, uh, that, that may fool us into wanting to choose that kind of thing. We're also, you know, people are also around us trying to tell us, Hey, you know, Oh, you're going to pick this, right. You're going to go work for them. Right. Or you're definitely moving there. Right. I mean, people are going to try to impress upon you what they think that they 
what you should do, you know, what they think you're going to do and, and what they want you to do, I guess, or what their choice would be. That's their choice. This is not, this is not them. So you're, you're prone to these illusions right now. And, and also unrealistic ideals. Like I said, is, are these, is this choice realistic for you? We have to look at that. You know, is this really achievable? Is this something I can do? What, what is this? And when, when we start to, you know, sometimes we don't want to think about it in those terms and we do, it unravels and we're like, okay, good. Glad I did. So this card wants us to definitely look deeper to find what exactly is going to come with each of these choices, you know, and, and not to be swayed by ego, not to be pulled in the direction of ego, but just look at these choices, what comes with each one of them, and what is the best for our long-term and our, our higher self or our, our goals that we're doing right now? You know, what's going to serve us uh, the most? Or, you know, some, some of these aren't at all, you know, your choices. Um, this card can also be, you know, a sign of, of too many, you know, kind of too much wishful thinking going on. You know, you're maybe thinking a lot about, I'd sure like to do that. And I'd like to think maybe in the future, that'd be cool to have that happen. But you're not doing the work right now in the present that would, you know, to, to facilitate that in your future. And that's, you know, which I got to say, this strikes a chord where I was saying, you know, the long term. And it, it made me think like, okay, is my am I just looking at long term in a wishful thinking way of like, well, it'll take care of itself, you know? Am I, am I really doing everything I can now in this present day to make sure I'm six, I can do that later? Or am I setting myself up for the right things? It just made me think, you know, and it's not that I'm not doing these things, but I, I might, there might be some shit I'm missing that I need to go back and look at. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's a good kind of check in with yourself. You know, are, are you doing this? Is, is it, is this something you're going to make happen or are you not ready or willing to, to, to do what needs to be done. So, so basically this card wants us to stop wishing, uh, pick something and just do the work, do it. You know, um, even if we, I, and I look at it, you know, even if you have to pick something maybe small and an easier challenge, uh, to do the work to work towards, you know, start small and, and then move on. But, uh, at least get the work, don't at least, you know, get that feeling for what it it's like to put that effort forward and, and the reward that it brings you um, if it takes you looking at it on that ultra small scale and then and, and gradually working up, that's fine too. Um, also, we need to look at our, 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 our ideas unrealistic that we're having right now. Are they grounded in reality? Um, the thing, you know, if we're, if we're choosing something or making a choice or trying to, to do something, planning for our future, we need to make sure and we're honest with ourselves and be like, is this going to be something that works in the real world? You know, is this <clears throat> a way for me to truly, you know, is this, is, is it realistic? Will, will I be able to, you know, uh, shoot radioactive rays uh, from my eyes in seven years, which is on my dream board plan? You know, is that realistic? No. And that's a, you know, of course, a preposterous example, but those are the kind of things we need to look at. Are, the, the ideas we have truly grounded in the reality that in a sense that we can achieve them in this real world that we live in. Um, sometimes we get just a little too, too big for our britches. I think, um, we also might be trying to keep going from one thing to the next. We're constantly trying to find the next big thing. Uh, so we're not really having a lot of follow through on, on the things that we're choosing. So again, this is reiterating, pick one thing to, you know, and, and start working on that and get to the end of it without being sidetracked, you know, not letting ourselves be sidetracked just to finish that one thing to kind of ground and center us. Um, so we're not, you know, moving from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, uh, <clears throat> you know, we want to make sure that, uh, we, we move from having ideas to action and and while keeping these things in line with our, our goals and our higher selves but it is time for action so next uh make that choice anyway next card eight of swords reversed so with this card it's it's this is a card of um kind of like uh i don't know being our own worst enemy um you know a lot self-deprecation I, I think comes to mind a lot with this card, you know, we have these self-limiting beliefs right now that are holding us back. And and what are those? It's it's us saying, oh, yeah, I don't deserve that. You know what? That's not, 
that doesn't no, things like that don't happen for me. And you know, even if it did, I wouldn't know what to do. That's not me. I don't deserve you know those those kind of things. When you say that, you're just keeping yourself from achieving it. You're just you're like manifesting your failure, really, but without even trying. You're not even, but you're not trying. So we need to get rid of whatever, however this cro- cropped up in our mind, because it, it, we need to like realize it didn't always be there. This wasn't al- always our thought process. Where did this come from? And let's get rid of it. You know, these self, you, you don't tell yourself you don't deserve something, especially if you're working hard. You know, you 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 earned. Uh, you know, recognition for achieving a goal. That's good, you know, and it, but when we do this, when we, when we fall into this way of thinking, we just keep ourselves from achieving goals. We, we, we get caught in a negative thought pattern, like just going around and around and around. And we need to work right now on, on changing it easier said than done. I know, but that's the kind of, that's where we need to start, you know, kind of pulling the, pulling the, the ponies off that merry-go-round, uh, if you will, um, and we need to be careful because we all are also in this time, I said, like prone to self-deprecation. We're, we're, we're in a place where we'll give up on things easily. Um, just in that kind of, we're, we're prone to falling into that place. And, and I think, you know, you might know what I'm talking about. And that's why we need to be careful again about these negative thought patterns and processes. And they, they just keep snowballing and turning. Um, also with this card, you need to look, look at, you know, do we have some skeletons in our closet that are also holding us back? Do we need to, you know, have a, you know, face certain things and uh, maybe uh, take responsibility for th- what, what, you know, what, what could be in our past or, or that we're keeping secret that we think is holding us back? You know, we need to look at those things, uh, you know, because like Uncle Joey says, you, know, you don't check on check on your skeletons. You know, if you don't check on the skeletons in your closet every once in a while, they're going to come checking on you. So you gotta, you know, you don't want it to happen that way. So you need to examine that. So anyway, again, we need to work to release this mode of thought. Uh, the, this card, while it is, you know, kind of negative, it's saying there is light at the end of the tunnel. Now it, it, we can get there. Stop playing the victim and use the lessons that we've learned in the in the past to apply to this 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 thought process that we've fallen into and pull ourselves out of it again. Easier said than done. Not not going to be something you can snap your fingers and do. But we need to start kind of like I said, dismantling that that negative uh, snowball effect that's happening uh, piece by piece. And 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 it'll be hard, but it's it's what we need to do right now. Um, okay. So next card, the sun reversed. Also, um, so this card, the sun, the sun is never a negative card. And no matter what, it always is bringing po- It's always bringing positivity and and you know, uh, urging you on to achieve. You know, and 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 have happiness. So w- right now at the at the top, this card wants us to do what we can, take a moment. You know, however we have time in our lives to do so, to kind of connect with our inner child. However that may be, uh, it can be like tons of things. Um, uh, you know, go play, uh, go to the barcade or whatever, if you can anymore, I guess, go play video games for, you know, something at the art, at those barcades, go, go take a walk, go, go see a baseball game by yourself or something. I guess you can't do any of these things now. Jesus Christ. Well, go bounce a ball or some shit. I don't know. Look, (laughs) it is what it is, but something that, you know, like I said, it can even be for a short short moment just to connect with that inner child so that we don't forget that kind of happiness that kind of side of life you know because right now at this moment we might be struggling to see you know i think that is true for a lot of us we are struggling to see the bright side of things you know we've had setbacks and then those like our enthusiasm has been you know depleted or damaged you know we can't we're not seeing the good in anything anymore we're depressed we don't enjoy what we're doing. We feel directionless. All of these things, I think, right now, especially during these, you know, quarantine, whatever, still times, we're all going through that or have experienced some kind of, you know, uh, some kind of piece of that. So <clears throat> we need to, you know, reconnect with that that inner child, with that brighter, that reconnect with that bright side that we know exists. That so we don't fall into this kind of, oh, woe is me, nothing, you know, now I'm going to sit on my couch and eat, you know, Hungry Man's for 
seven years straight. Um, again, this card is it's emphasizing it's not a negative card. So no, like this is temporary. Even even a better reason to work to pull yourself out of it be, or, or, and not fall into that thing because it, it's temporary. You know, these obstacles, they're easily removed um, if you put your, your mind to it. And it may take, some may take longer than usual, like I said, with, um, you know, with the, the, what we were talking about uh, earlier about dismantling the negative thoughts. This may not, you know, it's not going to happen overnight uh, either. But, you know, this, it's, it's just encouragement to know that this is, uh, we will remove this. I guess uh, this too shall pass, if you will. But in a, in a way of like, we can actively help remove this just if we have to put some work behind it. Um, also this card is saying, Hey, it's a little bit of give give yourself a reality check. Are we too overconfident in our approach? Are we too optimistic? Are we, have we gotten so egotistical that we're out of touch? <clears throat> Those kind of things. So I think there's actually an excellent callback to the other two cards we just had. So make, make, make sure that what you set out to achieve is doable. You know, we just, which is, I, I mean, I guess more back to the seven of cups, but you know, the, the sun card is like checking you, you know, don't, don't let your ego get ahead of you. You know, are you, are you doing something, you know, you can really do, you, you know, don't, don't try to put on a show for other people. It's not about impressing other people or, or trying to uh, fit into some kind of thing, you know, society or whatever. So you, you end up blowing all these yourself up and over committing yourself to all these things. And then you, you fall, you, you can't, you can't commit. You can, I mean, you can't, deliver and then everything suffers like i said anyway that's our reading for today um i enjoyed it i hope you got something out of it uh today i sure did and again if you'd like to follow my uh daily card card of the day readings they are on my instagram story at john wayne is dead and uh they immediately go over to my youtube page the john wayne is dead youtube page so um earlier we spoke about the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast which I do on my Patreon every week where I I talk to different uh, artists from around, you know, the country that I've met or, or I'm getting to know, like I said. And if you've been listening, I've been taking uh, portions of those those episodes, this, the one that's going to come out the same day as this episode and, and dropping them in here. So you can so you can get to know uh, some of my friends and guests and, and check them out if you're uh, so inclined, if you if you like what they're saying. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode you can uh, head on over to the, the patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and join one of the tiers. Like I said, it comes with every single tier that you can get. Or if you just want the podcast, you can join the dollar beer club and you have it and all the other ones. So, uh, you know, maybe a little, a little, a little column, a little column B. Hey, everybody wets their beak. Huh? I don't know. Anyway. So, uh, this week I am actually, uh, kind of, a, a going along with the theme I had last week where I had, uh, Wesley Southern uh, Southern on, and we revisited uh, some stuff because he was on uh, an episode earlier at the beginning of quarantine, actually, when it first started, um, and he was my first Skype uh, guest, and we talked about that. Now, this one, I went back even further to the beginning of the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, where I talked to my friend Tony Evans, uh, Kentucky Tony, a.k.a. Katoni, um, about about what's been going on because the last time I saw him in the flesh, and we've talked, we talk a lot, um, but it was at days of the dead in Atlanta here and in, at the beginning of February, right before everything got locked down and canceled. So we talk a lot about, uh, about that getting back on the road. He, he, he went to one convention so far and we talk about how that was and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, Kentucky, uh, Kentucky Tony is just a, a really cool ass dude. So, uh, here's a little bit of uh, my conversation, um, you know, re, uh, check, checking in with the uh, great Katoni, uh, a.k.a. Tony Evans. I grew up in what I call a Christian household. See, my dad, when I, before I was born and slightly after, used to be a preacher. So he preached in a church of God. And so my, my family always believed in God and Jesus and all that stuff. And I always was even afraid that I would see Jesus in the house because I wouldn't be able to explain why he was there. But but my mom would go back and forth between kind of experimenting with with kind of witchcraft, holler witchcraft type stuff and that. And yeah, yeah man, she, she used to do these spells where she would try to get these girls to break up with these guys that I didn't like if I wanted them. And she would uh, I mean, we we she had a I'm, I'm, I never forget this and she may get mad at me for saying this, but it, it's all in good fun. I never I'll never forget finding this voodoo doll in her bedroom. Mm -hmm. 
time. You, you know, you come in and she's stabbing the shit out of it with a pen. And what are you doing? Ah, mind your own business. You know? <laughs> Slams the door in your face. <laughs> All was, of a sudden, you start feeling a sharp pain in your stomach. You're like, ah, <laughs> Jesus. What did I do? No, she was, walked in on her stabbing a voodoo doll? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was some cool shit. But, you did know. she tell you who it was or what she was doing? Or she just told you to get the fuck out? I just got the fuck out. Yeah. No, I knew I knew the person. I think that it was intended for uh, without her having to tell me. But yeah, I won't get into that here. Obviously. Uh, but no, man. Uh, I remember. I remember my dad and mom. They bought this Ouija board when that stuff got real popular too. And me and my cousin, he was a couple years younger than me. When I was six, seven years old, we used to go in and play with it just to see if if it would work. And my mom swears uh, that they had this uh, spirit come to him. His name was BJ, and he would do all kinds of fucked up shit around our house. But, you know, I was I was too little to, to pay any attention to anything that was real or not real. Of course, I don't I don't know that that stuff actually works, but but it was it's interesting growing up in that kind of thing. And then and then my dad would just always tell me these stories and you start to weave it in together. And it's just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds very cool. I uh I have nothing like that. No one was no one was casting any spells for me or stabbing voodoo dolls for me. Uh, me, 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 Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, that no, it's it is. I find that fascinating. I would love to know holler when you say holler witchcraft. I'm guessing that's just like word of you, that's passed down in hushed whispers. There's no bookstore you go into like with the wicca and like i need to get my wicca book and um oh a birthday chart and oh this birthday candle too you know it's not like that it's like you know in hushed tones under the cover of darkness you know you're yeah there you go (laughs) holler witches or holler magic uh if if you look it up you can look it up online You, you can get some books on old appalachian witchcraft typically what people termed a holler witch was somebody who used uh root magic you know they would use like different herbs that you found naturally to try to heal people mm-hmm. um, but there's always these few that that were kind of more in the darker version of it and those are the ones that you didn't want to fuck with right uh, about every holler you went to back home and you can still go there today and, and hear people talk about them holler witches i mean i remember there was this one that, that my dad used to tell me about uh somebody up the holler where we used to live shot uh, a panther which again panthers do not exist in east kentucky it's just a <laughs> old legend <laughs> fair <laughs> enough we're off to a good start <laughs> yeah it's a fictional panther go ahead he shot this black panther outside of his house one day uh because it was trying to kill i guess it was trying to kill either some of his some of his livestock or, or maybe he's afraid because of his kids but when he went out the next morning there was a naked woman laying in the panther's place with a bullet hole in the same spot that he shot the panther and it was supposed to be one of the witches. Were Panther. Were Panther. That's right. <laughs> so it was one of like the witch. The witches had shape shifted and yeah, um, yeah. That's that's cool. You kind of hear that in other folklore as well, mm-hmm. uh, with werewolves and stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, um, what? So it's Halloween time. Is there was there special things that you had to pay like? For the make sure you do this for the witch on Halloween, or you know, or else your fucking ass will bleed for a month more than it is already. <laughs> was there anything like that? Like tie this fucking ribbon around the old oak tree, or else the no. Witch so there, there was no, there was none of that. But I do remember a lot of times uh, having to lay salt down on the doorways and the window sills to keep evil spirits out during that time because they have to count it all before they. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. get tired of this shit. And fuck this. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. No, so no specific like Halloween things that that went with uh, holler witches that you can think of. No, just they're just they're just Halloween all the time. Yeah, they're not like, hey, fuck man. You. East Kentucky and Western West Virginia is a weird place. They're just creepy all the fucking time. I mean, all you gotta do is talk to somebody from back there, and you'll get that creepy vibe. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, I do, I do believe you very much. Um, well, what do you? What do you? Are, do you do anything special for Halloween yourself, um, your family, anything, anything like that you kind of like every Halloween I do this, you know, or you're getting ready or, or you just are you drinking pumpkin spice lattes and going to yoga? I mean, I what are you doing? <laughs> I don't like pumpkin spice lattes. Actually, I, I stick with the uh, cold brews, vanilla sweet cream cold brews. 
But no, uh, this is not sponsored content, by the way. This is not branded content. So you're yeah. not getting fucking kickbacks. I worked at Starbucks for 15 years. If anybody's getting it, I am. So oh, man. there's no cream cobras with the shit. That, but anyway. that postdates me. I, okay. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm sorry for your luck, man. It's good. It's good. All right. Four, I'm four years removed, but I, you know what? Don't apologize to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, man. Uh, I just, I'm a big fan of Halloween. So we, you know, my kids dress up every year. We decorate the yard. We try to decorate the inside of the house a little bit. Um, I always take them to places like Spirit Halloween and just we, we hit the Halloween aisles of every store that we go to. That's cool. Because uh, I like to scare them. You know, yeah. I like to talk in <laughs> kind of voices and come through the house and hear them scream because they're scared of me. It's fun. That, that, is, is, that is fun. Now, that is fun. Yeah. Scaring kids. I do like that. No. Um, so what are you uh, do you know what you're dressing up as this year? Or do you dress up in several costumes? Like kind of like this is my pre Halloween week costume. And the last the last time I actually dressed up really well, I had a professional makeup guy come and paint me like a like an evil clown. This year, I'm kind of going to see paint me like one of your French girls. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been scarier than. Yeah. clown. Yeah. <laughs> No. So like a like an air like with the airbrush and all that kind of stuff yeah. on your face type of thing. Yeah, my yeah. my tattoo artist used to do that. Which I don't really need the bald cap anymore because I'm losing all my fucking hair. But anyway, no, uh, this year I'm thinking I'm looking at maybe there's something about scarecrows that are starting to starting to really interest me. I, I just like I like old scarecrows. I like emptiness out in the cornfield with scarecrows there. Kind of thinking about maybe doing a some kind of some kind of really good looking scarecrow or, or creepy image similar to that, but I'm not sure yet. I'm not 100 percent sure. Right on, um, man. I don't think like uh, with the last time I dressed up, I haven't really gotten to go into good parties where I could dress up awesome. But I would dress up and I've just like worn like I have a you know Wolfman mask. I have a bunch of masks and oh, shit. Yeah. And I was trying to just like sit out there and you know red light on and i'm blasting spooky music and i'm holding <laughs> a bowl of candy and i have a whatever head on mask and like you know you like two kids or something we just don't get a lot of kids by here so it was like uh or maybe they were just scared of my house i don't know or me they're scared of you man <laughs> who knows but like last halloween i was in tampa it was for spooky empire so yeah. I didn't dress up at all. It, I totally like I was so focused on getting there and doing everything that I got there. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I could have dressed up for Halloween. Like people are dressing up. But yeah, cool. And then this year I'll be in Indianapolis on Halloween. So maybe I'll put some forethought into it. But, you know, you know what sucks? That's the only reason I, I didn't sign up at least yet to go to Indianapolis um, for Halloween weekend. But I'm pretty sure they're going to try to cancel Halloween like trick or treat now because I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to take my kids out, but I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, that is uh, something that I I was also wondering. I know that it was I heard I guess I heard it talked about more a few months ago. I haven't really heard anything about it lately, but I don't I'm not like actively like where where do they stand on the Halloween issue today? You do you? No. <laughs> I can't trick or treat, sir. See, it's funny. I was talking. I was actually uh, I recorded an episode of uh, Vital Social Issues and stuff last night with Chris. And we're doing, you know, each week uh, in October, it's just a different Halloween special. So we're going in all this Halloween stuff. I was talking about like the neighborhood I live in now is across like uh, a main street from the neighborhood I did live in when I was married to my ex-wife. So I just like moved across the river, basically, like if you want to say, but that side of the neighborhood, uh, they are like actively like they were tearing down the houses, maybe building these huge fucking McMansion like type things. They're just tearing down. It's an old neighborhood. These are old neighborhoods, you know, down here in like the Houston neighborhoods that we live in. And but it, it got to be super like white and bougie over there. And I remember like the Halloween's you get you know the van you be outside and a van pulls up and the door opens and 18 kids get out and the van just drives away and like all these kids from other neighborhoods are coming because it's you know get candy and it's all you know that kind of stuff but then our side i expected something similar nothing on this side of the of the street so i guess i don't know maybe we're not viewed uh as having good candy maybe there's a legend i don't know about if living on this side oh if you live on the far side of ella then you <laughs> smell fella but on the right side there's 
you know, candy for <laughs> days. I don't know. Something. It's got to be like there's got to be something like that that I missed. Yeah. And that's why these kids aren't coming to my house for trick or treating. I don't know, man. But also door to door shit. I mean, I know it's expected on Halloween, but that that gets dicey these days, man. I don't know. Going door to people's doors. Do you know people that live around you? Do you feel comfortable just going to someone's door and knocking? I mean, I we just literally just moved here, so I don't know anybody. Uh, and I'm I'm typically pretty skeptical of everybody anyway. I'm one of the most paranoid motherfuckers you'll probably ever meet without having ever done drugs to to in, enhance that paranoia. I know, but, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get you so drugged up one day. <laughs> drugged up, <laughs> you're gonna be freaking out. I won't tell you till it's over, and I'll be like, "You've been drugged up this whole." time yeah and then it hits you you're like what <laughs> anyway but i don't Sorry. know i mean no you're good i just uh i don't know i mean i, I enjoy you know when i was a kid i remember trick-or-treating like that and i i don't know maybe it's just nostalgic for me i just i kind of enjoy that yeah i mean i don't have kids uh yeah. nor should i and <laughs> you know so i don't that that's like where i don't have that kind of connection to it Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, pretend to be like, oh, yeah, I imagine I know what it's like because I don't fucking know what it's like because I, you know, I think you have to have kids to know what it's like. Oh, okay. And I'm not going to insult you by saying, yeah, I know what it's like, no, but I sure. don't. Um, yeah, I, I imagine when you're taking your kids around, you know, it's exciting for them mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's a fun time. But uh, I just. I'd rather not go to anyone's door if I didn't have to. Uh this this day and age i don't answer my door don't come to my door dude i mean i'll answer it for you but otherwise don't <laughs> i understand yeah. dogs you know it's just a yeah. pain in the ass but i hope it doesn't go i hope like trick-or-treating doesn't go away or you know be especially be canceled like how, how would they do, how how do you cancel halloween it's this is mean, not it's not like a tim burton movie like what do you <laughs> Halloween I'm, is canceled. I think they've I think they've put recommendations out and I think some of the governors are saying, you know, they advise you to not trick or treat, but I don't I mean I don't know what's gonna happen. Even if they do, my wife and I were talking about hiding maybe just doing it like Easter and just kinda hiding candy somewhere in the yard and you know, letting them just run around and play in their costumes. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's like they just lightly like or highly recommend you don't go trick or treating and then the cops are just shooting rubber bullets at all the trick or treaters that are out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what's uh do you have a, a favorite Halloween a movie or or just a movie that you watch every Halloween um in particular or anything like that? I'm a huge fan. Okay, so if you want to go like actual Halloween themed movies. Um, there's a couple, of course, Halloween, the original one, Michael Myers. Um, Mm -hmm. I really like the movie trick or treat too. the little anthology movie. Great one. It's a great one as well. And, uh, probably one of my favorite horror movies of all time that I love to watch around this time is, is uh, Hellraiser. Excellent. Excellent. I love Hellraiser as well. Um, are you, uh, the, the, the first one or the first one and the second one together or, uh, like just part one is your, your jam for sure. Yeah, I mean, part two is good. Uh, part one is definitely the one that I would go to, though. I mean, it's yeah. it's just I love it. Clyde Barker is fucking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I I love Hellraiser a lot too. That's one of my favorite characters. Um, is Pinhead, and but like I like we Chris and I have been talking about all these movies. Part two of that franchise is so awesome. It like picks up right where it leaves off, and it it kind of shows you some more of the Cenobites. You see Leviathan, you like all this kind of crazy shit. And then, of course, it, it jumps the rails and <clears throat> part three is insane. And they they become like scary instead of like these kind of beings that. Uh, I don't know what they were. They were like, uh, you know, pain and pleasure together. We bring, you know, it wasn't necessarily like we're demons from hell, <laughs> which is cool. <laughs> Demon to some, angel to others, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, there you go. A little bit of me and Tony Evans. Be sure to check him at, at out. <clears throat> check him at. Check him out at Tony Evans Horror. Uh, all the good stuff he's got coming up. And uh, if you want to hear the rest of the episode, go to uh, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and you can get it and more. So thank you very much. I appreciate it always. So uh, moving right along, without further ado, I believe into our story um of the week now i i think i've spoken on this a few times spoken on this what the fuck am i uh uh, you know i've talked about how i am not a fan of the outside i do not like to do things outside or uh camp and things like that 
and um, I, I was thinking, you know, I was like, man, I don't know if I've actually got into detail of one of the very last camping trips I ever went on, um, but uh, I think I'm going to tell that story. So it came to my mind this week. So uh, without further ado, uh, our story this week uh, is called I Told You It Was Going to Happen This Way. This was back uh, several years ago, 10 plus years ago, uh, definitely. And I think I've mentioned before uh, that I do not like to do outside stuff. I don't want to go camping. Uh, I'm not interested in uh, going to the lake or the river or anything like that. I don't care what kind of accommodations you think you have and how fun you think it's going to be for me. Uh, Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. I don't want to go. And here's a little example. Now, uh, this was back, I was uh, married to my, my ex-wife, and she very much was an outdoors person. She loved to go camping and, and be outside and go to the beach and swim and all, and anything water she loved, and I loved none of those things. So we have this thing here in Texas um, called floating the river because we have these certain rivers that run through like the hill country outside of Austin um, and probably some other places that I just don't know. And, you know, they're, they're uh, slow going like a kind of a river uh, that just runs around this area. They're, they're usually slow. They have sometimes have like a, some, some choppy areas where it gets fast and, you know, you're like, Ooh, but, uh, and maybe very small falls that you go down in it, like uh, that are on the, the river, like two foot feet or something like that. Nothing huge. And uh, basically what people do is you go to where these, you know, rivers are and there's there's campsites all up and down all around them at different access points to the river. And you rent uh, they have like all these stations up and down. We can rent tubes um, and you can even you know, if, if you're not camping on the river, I guess, if you're staying in town or what, if you just feel like driving up there, you just rent a tube and then they they have a a truck, a guy in a truck that'll take a bunch of people to an access point and just drop you off and say, all right, I'll pick you guys up at this time down at this place. But, you know, and, and I'm saying this and you, <clears throat> you may be thinking like, this sounds pretty good so far. What, uh, what's the, the drawback? I don't know. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll finish. So people do this and they're like, they get their, their tubes. And a lot of, a lot of people who are into it have their own tubes that they get like their own shit. And they, you know, have them rigged where, you know, everyone has coolers. Have, you know, there's usually a tube that's dedicated to a cooler. So there's just beers in there, and people will tie all their tubes together. So if you're in a group, <clears throat> you can't get separated from each other, and you'll definitely tie the cooler because you don't want to lose the beer. Can't have any glass. They do have police stations, like, you know, river police or whatever around, so they'll, they'll catch you uh, with that. But, you know, you can have aluminum cans and, and whatnot. Uh so that's what you do. You basically uh, get in your tube, you and a bunch of your knucklehead friends, and you drink and, and uh, float the river. Sometimes it can take, you know, an hour. Sometimes it can take like three hours. It just depends. Sometimes it runs faster than the... Anyway, that's what you do. <clears throat> Sounds fun, right? Sure. Maybe for you. Uh, but here it goes. So some of our friends were going on... Uh, putting together a camping trip to go to the river. And my wife really wanted to go too. So she's like, we're going, you know, you're going to have fun. You're going to like it. And I was like, okay, I guess, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not really super into that. And she's like, just try it. You like, you know, uh, and same thing where they're like, I promise once you get out there, once you start doing it, oh my gosh, you're going to be like, this is great. Isn't it? Uh, you'll see, you'll see it's, it's not. And, and I was like, yeah, but like, I don't like camping. I don't want to be out there in the, in a tent. I just, I'm not, I'm just, it makes me extremely uncomfortable. I just don't like, I just don't like it. And, you know, also at the time, then now my buddy Robbie C is coming on this trip as well. So both he and my ex-wife are like, no, dude, it doesn't matter because you're going to be partying so hard during the day. You're going to be so just, you'll be drunk and, and worn out by the end of the, by the nighttime that you'll just pass out and it won't even matter. And I was like, okay, that sounds even better. I, I don't, I was like, I don't know. I mean, 
I'm, I'm just warning you. I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to have a good time on this. And they're like, ah, you will. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Blah, blah, blah. So I forget who the other friends were that we went with now, but it was another group, you know, I think there was maybe like six or no, there's more than that. There had to been like maybe seven or eight of us total, something like that. And we get there, we show up. I think some, some people were already there and had our spot and we were meeting them. So we get there, you know, Robbie's has a tent. We're setting up this tent. I'm setting up a tent with my ex-wife. And uh, I immediately, already it starts going downhill because I'm really bad at setting up the tent on purpose, kind of, because I don't want to do it. And it is kind of more complicated than I wanted it to be. So I get sent, uh, and I was starting to be like, man, fuck, you know, I was getting impatient a little bit. So I was sent down uh, with a beer and a joint to myself um, to sit because we were on the river. So they said, you know, somebody went down there and put a chair in like the shallow part, just like a, a lawn chair. And I sat there with my feet in the water, basically, and smoked a joint and drank a beer while everyone else set up their tents. Now, I know that sounds like a dick move, but I'm not, I, again, this is why you don't take me camping. You know, I, I don't have a, I don't even have any patience to try to set up the tent, let alone help you set up the tent. Uh, you know, that's just, that's just how I am at that. I don't want to do it. So I told you I didn't want to do it. But here we are. So I sit down there and, uh, you know, it was a long drive, like maybe four or five hours, something like that. So I, I, I drink a couple of beers while I'm down there. I smoke the joint all by myself. So I'm feeling pretty good. You know, we haven't eaten or anything, you know, uh, I think they were going to cook something later. So we were just like, I oh, will wait till we cook. And so, so it's not like I'm like starving or anything, but it's, it's, it's easy to catch a little buzz when you don't have anything in your stomach. And so we're, uh, they get everything set up. We uh, get ready. Then everyone's like, okay, let's get ready to float. So it's, you know, afternoon at this point. Not late, but maybe like two, three, something like that. I, I'm not sure around there. And we get whatever you have to do. You have to pay, you know, because you, you can't, I think you have to pay something to get on the river anyway. So we get all of our shit together, however that's taken care of. Get the tubes. We got the fucking coolers. We're going Got everything. We get in our tubes. Boom. And basically, you just lay in the tube while the river goes. And some of these rivers, the water is like super ass cold, by the way. Like the Frio River, it, that means cold um, in Spanish. And the, I think some of these other ones, because they're coming from, I, I, I don't, I have no idea. I'm not a scientist. Like they're coming from springs or something. I don't know where they're freezing cold or maybe the ocean has something to do with it. But so this one was kind of cold. So, but but you're in the you know just basically just your ass is in the water. Maybe your arms you can hang off. Or maybe your feet are in the water. So you get used to it. And we're just floating along, and it's pretty shady because there's trees and stuff, and everyone's just having a hoot and holler, good old time. Um, and uh, I don't know if I told this story on this podcast already though. But actually, you know, I tell stories so much on a lot of, and I'll get on a couple different podcasts, and I'll forget what I did. But anyway you know, damage is done. Hey, if you've been around for a long time, it's just a, just to think of it as a healthy repeat. I'm not even sure I did. This could be new. I'm, I'm insane. So we're, we float the river. We're doing the thing, you know, and again, it's like, yeah, we smoke some more. I'm, you know, everyone's drinking beers. We're having fun, I guess. And, uh, I think like, you know, they, people were like, see John Wayne, it is fun, huh? Isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, yes, fun, I guess, you know, we're, you know, we're just going. And, it was fine. Uh, it wasn't like I was, it, it would have like, I could have had that experience and, and I would have definitely probably enjoyed it more if at the end of it, I just stepped, I stepped out of the the thing, uh, on into my backyard or, you know, into my hotel or something, you know, or into the parking lot where I'd go to my car, not to, you know, just, a a camp just outside, you know, campground. Um, so, so we get we get done and we ha we're all having beers, you know, we're drinking, having a good time. Um, we get back to the campsite. Everyone has a buzz and stuff, and uh, I'm all I'm like uh, I'm kind of bored already. I don't know what to do. I think we, they made like hot dogs and stuff. We we hung out for a little bit more, but some of these other campsites, like somebody had like a PA and a band was playing, which was fine with us, which was cool. But they did play for like a long ass time, like till two or three in the morning, I remember. And I was, it wasn't like they said, I didn't just fall right to sleep. It was very uncomfortable, it was super hot. I was, I was, I hated it. I hated it. And plus, 
I, I've been in the lake, like in this river water all day or whatever. Like, yeah, there's no shower, you know, maybe a rinse off or something, nothing, you know. So I feel filthy. I am filthy, sleeping in the heat, and I'm just not having a good time. So the next morning, I get up and I'm already like, I can't believe we have to, like, another night of this. Like, I'm just like not in a good mood. And we get, um, you know, kind of going slow and everyone's whatever, uh, drink a beer. And I was like, I don't feel like drinking a beer. You know, that's not the answer for everything. You can reach a point where, you know, I I don't feel like drinking a beer, dude. Stop telling me to drink a fucking beer. Leave me, you know, I'm just, this is, I'm not having a good time. So we're like, oh, we're going to go again. You know, we still have our rafts or whatever. So we, we, everyone gets their shit together for this, like kind of mid morning float again. We, you know, we get on the, the little tubes, we start going down the river and for whatever reason, you know, pro- probably multiple reasons. Now, one, you know, the the night before, we had been we were drinking more and smoking. So time, of course, probably moved, you know, seemed to move faster than, you know, it, it would if we were more sober. Um, but also, like I said, you know, sometimes these currents are different. And that for sure, the current was much, much slower uh, that that morning. And because so, we were going and it seems like we were just crawling down the river and I'm just getting more and more bo- like I'm so bored now that it's even taking us longer. And I'm just not I'm like, God, I just I want to and like, you know, of course, I think I'm probably bickering with my ex-wife and I'm like, I just ready to go. This sucks. When is this done? And I was like, can we get out here? And they're like, no, we're not even back to the thing yet. So then what happens is. uh we hit one of those like little kind of, like I said, rapids part, right. Where, where like the, the river bed like goes down like a foot or two and you know, you all get to get a bounce or whatever. So we, we had a bounce and I believe I came, uh, something happened where everything came, um, uh, untethered right and and i think somebody was scrambling to get the beer and i was i had lost like i knew i came out of my float i I lost my float trying i was trying to get back to it i was also trying to help somebody else in our party that had fallen out you know it was kind of a mess and i'm also not having a good time at this point and so i try to like get my float again and it's over on the side and it's you know, something else knocks me over and it's all this fucking mud and that like kind of algae shit that'll be on the side of the, the, you know, the water sometimes. And, uh, I was like, fuck this. I got my fucking float where I finally could get it on the side and just climbed up the bank. It was not like a getting off point. It was, you know, it wasn't one of the entry entrance points. It was just like, whatever. I just got out and they were like, what? And I walked down to where they were and I was like, I'm, I'm done. They're like, what? No, come on, get back in. I was like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm, uh, I'll walk back. Uh, I'll see you guys back at the campsite. I'm walking. They're like, oh, no, come on. I was like, nope. So, of course, it's like a big deal. And then my like my ex-wife has to get, she gets out and starts trying to talk to me about it. I was like, no, I'm walking. You, I said, get back in and have your fun. I'm going. Huh? So then it becomes a whole huge deal. And uh, we end up leaving. Like, <laughs> just like uh, to the extent where she's like, well, if you're, if you're already set on not having any fun, I'm not, I don't want, I'm, we're not going to stay here a whole nother night for you to pout and be like this. And I know you, I know you're listening to this probably like, wow, what a bitch you are, dude. Maybe so. But I did say this would happen if you brought me camping. There was a preamp. There was like, you know, just so you know, this is going to happen. You know, good luck trying to change this uh, opinion or whatever. So, like and our friend, my friend Robbie, he actually drove us. So he's like, "Yeah, that, no, no, I'll, I'll leave. We'll, we'll all leave. That's cool. That's for the best. Uh, you know, we have fun, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah." Uh, but that was like the rest of the plan. It was just to to do that the float in that river all day, just around it, and it was moving so slow. And I was like, "I'm just done. I don't want to do anything. I'd rather just sit in the car. I'll go home." Like, you know, it's one of those pouty things. I was like, "I'm starving. I'm starving. Like none of this food. Like we didn't." I don't know if we brought anything. I was fucking hungry. I was tired, dirty, all that shit. Be throwing a fit. So we pack up all our stuff and get in Robbie's truck and we go. Uh, I, I think first thing we get into like the town part of town, we stopped at a, like a Mexican restaurant and I and I ate a huge meal. Um, so I had some food in my stomach, still drank some more beers. And uh, 
no, I didn't turn turn around and send us back. We stayed on the road going home. But what sucked was, I did feel bad for this. Uh, in in the in the melee, not or not melee, but in the packing up of all of our stuff, um, somehow one of like the pillows, one of our pillows got uh, placed, I guess, on the ground or against something. And my ex-wife was she was sleeping in the back of the car, um, and she was laying on a pillow, but she had one like between her legs um, while she was sleeping, just like you know for your knees or whatever. And I guess that pillow had come into significant contact with poison ivy because when we stopped for like gas or something, she developed this huge, like just huge rash in the inside of her fucking leg. It was gnarly as hell inside of both of her thighs. So we had to get like Benadryl and some lotion and try to get it all figured out. And I did feel bad about that. And I still do. That sucks. But, but, you know, we get home and, uh, I think I remember, I'm not even sure if I had to call and apologize or I, I just took it upon myself to, cause these were already my friends and I was just like, yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry we left, but I just wasn't, in the, you know, it's not me. And they're like, that's all right, man. That's all right. No, next time, you know, we will know next time. Don't, don't worry about it, dude. It's not for everybody. That kind of thing. I'm sure they all thought I was a bitch and was like, ah, what a fucking punk ass left him day early. I don't care. You know, I don't care. That was like, uh, I do not like to go camping. I do not like it in a in a tent. I do not like it uh, out for rent. I do not like to float the river. I, I do not like it. Makes me shiver. So, um, yeah. So I'm not into that camping uh, much at all or at all. And that's one of the reasons why I call my shot like Babe Ruth. This is going to happen, and then it did. Um, and I've never been camping since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, there you go. I told you it would happen. Um, you know, I, hey, I'm not an outdoorsman. I've, I've, I've been over it many times. We all know that. So we're no, you're no danger of uh, me becoming a survival man if, if the world falls apart. I welcome our alien overlords and look forward to doing their bidding. Now, Thank you so much for joining me for another week, everyone. I very much appreciate all the support. Uh, if you'd like to check out my Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Dead. Join one of the tiers, and you can support me further. Uh, also, go to johnwayneisdead.com for all of your John Wayne, uh, John Wayne, John Wayne needs and John Wayne needs. Go to the shop page there. Grab one of my books. They're all in stock right now. Uh, here before I hit the road. I got new stickers. I have pins. I have some shirts. We have some shirts. I have a lot of shirts. I have... Uh, records, all kinds of stuff there. Please check it out. And when you buy from the John Wayne is Dead shop, it comes straight from me. So I'll sign it and send you some extra stuff as well. Uh, cause I appreciate you so much. Uh, please make sure to check out some of the, uh, my other stuff, <laughs> some of the other stuff, check out the other podcasts I do every week on Thursdays with Christopher Triana, uh, awesome dude, talented horror, uh, one of the most talented horror writers I know. And, uh, one of my best buds, vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne, a lot of fun, long form conversation. Like I said, uh, pull up a seat, but check that out. And, um, like I said, I'm, I'm hitting the road and, and then conventions are coming soon. Stay tuned because I will be, uh, uh I'm going to be visiting some folks while on this trip on my way back from my mazas, uh, some special guests I will have for sure in abundance and it's going to be a great time. So I can't wait. Uh, be sure to follow me at John Wayne is dead on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and Facebook. And, uh, you know, it, I, Especially when I'm on the road, my stories are insane. So if you like to have a good laugh at some crazy shit on Instagram stories, check me out at John Wayne is dead. Uh, thank you all so much, and I will see you uh, not in a camping site near you. <laughs> <laughs>